Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to WISE. As always, I am so grateful that you are tuning in today. And I am, as always, excited for this episode. (laughs) I think I say that every single time. But I've been getting a lot of questions lately and thoughts and concerns about urgency and impatience and wanting results to to come very quickly. And the first thing that I want to say that this is just like a normal human thing. And I think that it's like kind of our default in terms of wanting things faster, wanting things right now. And what it really is, if we get down to like the truth of it, is we want to bypass the work. I know this because I was a chronic dieter for 20 years. I was somebody, I've grown an online business. I have, you know, done different things that have taken a lot of effort and even just like my journey with my work in general, like I had the idea to do what I'm doing right now, which is helping women with their nutrition and health and feeling better in their minds and their bodies and their spirit. I started with this idea like 11 years ago, picturing, if you heard that, that was my crock on the the chair. Uh, Yes, I'm obsessed with crocks, but I had this idea to do this literally 11 years ago, and I had no idea what it would look like. And I spent years doing things that were not this. And I know that if I hadn't done those things, I'm mainly talking about like my private chef job and just other little odd jobs that I did in regards to this um, for a really long time. Those were things that I wanted to do, but they were things that I knew weren't my forever thing, right? So I am super familiar with what it's like to feel this way. And I've done podcast episodes about this before, and I've talked about this before, but I think I have a little bit of a different perspective now. Uh, Right now, I don't have anything to market or talk to you about. Noteworthy has started, might be started by the time you listen to this. Um, We will have some nutrition coaching spots open soon. So just stay tuned for that. I also want to keep this episode short. Er, (laughs) last few episodes have been kind of long because I want you to be able to listen to it perhaps when you are feeling this way and feeling urgent. And I'm going to be very honest and truthful in this episode because I think that sometimes like this is one of those cases where a gentleness with ourselves and um, it isn't necessarily the most I was going to say most best, (laughs) isn't necessarily the best thing. Of course, we should always treat ourselves with compassion and, you know, kindness and all of that. I think that anything else isn't good. But, you know, the intention behind this episode is not anything mean. It's not 
um, you know, meant to make you feel bad. I think sometimes we just need a little bit of a dose of reality to kind of snap us back into moving forward. And that's the whole goal, right? We want to move forward. And what I said at the beginning is very important that sometimes we want to rush the process because we want to bypass the work involved. Because I think that sometimes we think like, oh, I'm not capable of this. I'm not strong enough to do these things, especially when it comes to nutrition. Keeping the weight off is different than losing weight. And in the coaching that I do, it's not just about weight loss. Like that is the easy part, right? Like dealing with our emotions and dealing with our triggers and the way we self-soothe is the hard part. Not using food in that way anymore is the hard part. And if you do a diet, which is just like intensity over a long period of time in order to get the weight off, you might lose weight, but you will not keep it off. And again, I know this because like I spent years, I can't even tell you how long, years dieting, just going to the next thing, not wanting to look at myself, being very unwilling to look at my patterns and all of those things. And I know that part of this process is growing into the person who keeps the weight off and becoming the person who keeps the weight off. It would be so easy for me to sell a very intense diet program. One month, two months, hey, here we go, we're gonna get 12 pounds off. But I know that that would be such a big disservice to everyone that I work with, and it's not what I'm meant to do in the world. I am meant to help you grow, and again, to help you be the person who keeps the weight off, or if that's not your story, I help you become the person who can maintain whatever goal they have for themselves and be comfortable in that goal. Because weight, there is the physical component of weight in terms of like clothes and maybe not feeling as good as you want to feel. Those are valid things. But weight loss is not necessarily the answer in terms of what is going to make you feel happy and complete. That comes from the inside. That comes from us doing the work to get to know ourselves and build resiliency and courage. So that is the reason why I coach the way that I do. I talk about things the way that I do my programs. You know, this is the basis of all my coaching and all my programs because I want you to become that person who can maintain their results. Because, And this is why I talk about intuitive macros and everything being the last stop. It won't be your first nutrition program, but it will be your last. And the nature of the program is sustainability. And that means that it's not going to be as intense because I want you to like the process. And that means that the weight is going to come off a little bit slower, but you will actually get to keep it at the end. So that's kind of the first thing of shifting like, okay, I'm not just losing the weight. I'm becoming a different person one who can withstand discomfort and rise above it and become stronger and and different in the process. Not that we need to be different, but sometimes we crave that and we actually do need to operate at a different level if we want the things that we do, like feeling good and feeling awesome in our bodies and moving through the world and all of these things. The first thing that we need to do in this process is accept reality, accept where we are right now. That doesn't mean complacency. That doesn't mean that we're giving up. 
It just means that we're not going to operate with urgency. (laughs) I also think that we might always hear that urgent voice and that impatient voice, but it's important to develop another voice that kind of tells it to be quiet and kind of recognizes it like, okay, this is just like the voice doing what it does. It doesn't mean anything horrible. It doesn't mean I need to listen to it. It just means that it's there. And this is just my human brain trying to resist change and help me to survive. And it is what it is. I will develop a voice that can kind of soothe me and be like, all right, there it is again. Cool. But I'm just going to keep going. So I think the first thing is like, again, acceptance. What that really is, is accepting and being okay with how things are in reality at this moment. Things are the way that they are, right? Like, and we are, I am a big believer of the divine and divine timing and anything that happens to us, even if it's weight gain, because I know that I gained weight, regained weight after dieting over a dozen times, easy, 20, 25 times probably. And I know that I wouldn't be who I am today in terms of my freedom with food if I hadn't gained my weight so much. Like we... And this might be a little bit controversial to say, but I know that for me that I gained weight for a reason because I could not, because I was using food to soothe in a way that was not, uh, that didn't make me feel good. But that's also where I was in the moment. So like, I don't think anything happens by accident, right? Even if it's an outcome that like, we don't like, and, and I also don't love like everything happens for a reason, but I think that something happens and then we can look for the reason. Like, what is this trying to teach me? Why did this happen? Why did I let myself down in this way? And if you've gained weight over the pandemic or something, like that is a good reason, right? Like we've been locked in our homes. Like I also gained weight during the pandemic. I've talked about how stressed I was and how I gained about 12 pounds during that period without even eating more, which was crazy. It was stress induced. And like that also taught me something, right? So like I have since like taken that weight off without even restricting it just like kind of happened, which I know might sound annoying, um, but that really happened because of um, my muscle and my metabolism and all of that. And like I knew the principles around food and nutrition and my soothing and all of these things. So I think that the first thing we need to do is accept reality as it is right now and know that we can learn something from it, even if that sounds annoying, even if it's the last thing that we want to hear. The next thing is acceptance of the process. So let's say you are wanting to start an online business or you are wanting to lose weight or build muscle or whatever it is. It is going to take effort and attention and it might take a level of effort and attention that you're not used to. Because in order to do that, we might have to finally deal with the reasons why we eat. And this shit goes deep, right? Like some of these things have been ingrained in us since childhood. So it is deep within our brains, deep within our nervous systems. And we will mess up. Like we will have times where like we don't eat quote unquote perfectly or like we go off plan or whatever it is. But part of this is learning from what happened and then trying to do better next time. So acceptance of what it takes, which is, you know, attention and effort 
And we don't have to do that, right? But the reason we come to change is because we don't feel good and we want to feel better, you know? So after we accept the process, we might do it kicking and screaming, but what matters is that we show up to the process and the next step is enjoying the process. In the case of food, how can we love what we eat every day? Can we include something every day that kind of gives us a little bit of relief that takes the edge off some cheese or some bacon or bread or butter or waffles or cheese or I already said cheese twice, which I eat cheese definitely twice a day. Um, Maple syrup, honey, granola, uh, chocolate, pastries, cookies, cupcakes. I'm just thinking of the things I love eating. Fries, burgers, going out to eat, like still do those things while you're on your weight loss plan. And just as a side note, the only difference between your maintenance plan and your weight loss plan should be quantity, right? So I'm saying these things, like I'm fully aware that they are not easy sometimes, but I think that the more we get accustomed to these ideas, the easier it becomes to accept. In the case of online business, if you go ahead and burn yourself out and like every post feels like, oh my God, I'm so stressed. Like nobody liked this post. Nobody's clapping for me. It's going to be a really tough ride, right? So we have to accept that process that it might take years to get there and also enjoy the process. Can we be obsessed with creating content? Can we be obsessed with sharing our ideas? Weight loss and money are outcomes, right? They are not, like they are side effects of the process. They are not what we should focus on, right? Even though that is our focus, right? If you, in the case of online business, if you're obsessed with helping people and sharing, you will make money eventually. In the case of weight loss, if you deal, if we deal with our emotions and we don't use food to soothe anymore, the weight will come off. Again, I know I'm saying this like succinctly and like it seems simple. It is not simple, but that's kind of the gist of things. This is just, these are side effects of kind of coming to terms with reality and dealing with ourselves. And another thing that's important to remember, and I heard this from Brooke Castillo, is that sometimes we idealize the future and we idealize like, oh, when I'm full-time in my business, when I get married, these are all things that I did, by the way, that like didn't work to like fix me, <laughs> to get married, to plan a wedding, to have a perfect man, which I thought I did. Um, uh, you know, if I make six figures, if I do what I love for a living, if I have abs, if I got to my goal weight, whatever it is, insert whatever thing you think is going to fix you. If I get that, I will have a different life. And like, I won't be happy until I get there. I have done that for all of those things. And I was talking to friends the other day. I told this to a couple friends and I told this to a couple of clients of mine actually, and they all laughed. They all like cracked up immediately. And I think sometimes we have this tendency as people, which like I still deal with this sometimes. So like I am not perfect, but the way that I sort of move through this is by knowing that the thoughts that I have are not real sometimes or they're not true. So sometimes I will still struggle to be present and still kind of like think that, oh, something over there is going to like make me happier or you know, it was going to be like that one thing that like finally fixes me. And sometimes I have this tendency to almost want to be everywhere, but where I am. And I think that that is 
one of the human struggles of the sensitive person, right? Like it's tough to be present. And that is another big foundational problem that comes up in this process is that we don't want to be present. We want to be everywhere, but where we are, we don't want to sit in the reality of all of this because accepting the process and accepting reality means that we have to be present and that is hard, right? So the way that we become present is by liking the process and enjoying the process and buckling up and just knowing that like we will have to be patient through it, you know? So in knowing that like these things don't actually make you happy, like I've gotten, I've gotten all of these things. Like I remember getting married, planning my wedding, and then like a week after being like, oh, like that was it. Like it didn't like, (laughs) it was amazing and awesome at the time, but, and it really was what I truly wanted at the time. But it like, I went through like a little mini bride depression afterwards because I was like, oh, now it's all done. Like I'm still me in this relationship and like, it's fine. And I was happy back then, but it just wasn't that like, oh, like I'm not a different person. And knowing that life is 50, 50, that like, no matter what, even when we get to our goal weight or we get whatever we think is going to make us quote unquote happy, we're still going to have to be us. We are still going to have challenges. It's often bigger challenges, like the bigger the level levels, the bigger the devils. Uh, even in the case of business, like years ago, I didn't have anybody relying on me. I didn't have a lot of responsibility in terms of like my online business. I had a lot of responsibility in my private chef job, but in terms of like all of the people that I support now, you know, which I love doing and the problems that I experience in business in terms of growth and what that entails, um, just normal things that come up, like the bigger the levels, the bigger the devil sometimes. Um, in terms of like my capacity and bandwidth for discomfort and all of those things. So knowing that like even when you get there, there are still going to be challenges. You're still going to get sad. Things aren't going to get perfect is a good way to not romanticize you being somewhere else. And it's also a good way to not romanticize other people's lives. I am going to do a whole podcast about Instagram and social media eventually because I have a lot of thoughts on that too. But I think I don't think that we're meant to have this much access to people's lives just from a human perspective to like see all these people hanging out together and to see all things that people do all day and their bodies and all of this stuff is just information overload content overload sometimes and sometimes that can be really tough so i want you to also know that like whoever you're seeing on instagram also has a 50 50 life like it it we don't get to bypass human emotions and sadness or whatever it is so whoever the result that you you think is going to give you perfection or the person that you're idealizing that has what you want it's still going to be 50 50 which might seem like a downer but it also lets you know that okay things aren't going to be perfect then and also things might not be perfect now but if I can't enjoy right now I'm not going to enjoy myself then (laughs) the work is enjoying yourself right now and learning to be present right now so a question to ask yourself is like, how do I think I will feel when I get there? And how can I do that right now? I promise that whatever outcome you get is not going to give you what you think it is. And the way that we combat that and work with that is by 
cultivating what we want to feel today, embodying the person that we want to be. How do they act? How do they soothe themselves? What type of levels of discipline do they have? How do they operate in the world? To what degree are they honoring of their process and the things that they need to do, right? So this is tough, right? This isn't easy. And I think in the case of weight loss, like sometimes we might think like, like there might be practical issues like, oh, my clothes don't fit or I want to go to this event and I want to wear this dress and I can't wear it or I haven't seen people. What are they going to think when, you know, they they see me and I've gained weight and I've had all of these struggles. And in the case of people like we're trying to manage their experience of us, we can't. Um, and also sometimes people really don't notice. <laughs> I've told a story one time years ago that I had gained some weight before seeing a friend in LA a long time ago. And I thought for weeks about how she would notice my weight gain. I was like, what is she going to think? Like I'm the food person and I gained weight and all of these things. She didn't even notice. And I felt so insecure about it that I spoke it out loud I was like oh yeah I've just gained weight and she was like oh really didn't even notice and like she just kept walking and I was like excuse me I've just spent a month trying to think of how am I gonna how I'm going to manage my reaction to you or how how I'm going to manage your reaction to me people don't care it's more of a judgment on ourselves and if we act with confidence and if we act with certainty and conviction with ourselves, nobody will notice and also nobody will care. Uh, I think that sometimes we give a little bit, you know, a lot of self-importance around things like this and not saying that it's not real, not saying that our experience isn't real. I'm just saying that people aren't thinking about us to the level that we think they are. You know, in the terms of clothes, which is something I hear about a lot, like, we have to, maybe we can rent a dress that fits us right now. It is the loving and kind thing to do to get clothes, even if it's just like five things that are not expensive, if you have to thrift them, if you have to rent them, whatever it is, because I know that it's also very unkind to ourselves to try to make ourselves fit in clothes that don't fit us anymore, right? Like that is very tough. I used to idealize this pair this pair of purple jeans from J Crew that I would try on like once a week and I would have to like sit on lay on my bed suck my stomach in in the jeans first of all it was hell to even get them up over my butt to button them I had to I'm almost going to cry saying the story I would lay on my bed stuck suck my stomach in as much as I could and try to button them And I'm just so like that because I know that that's how far we go. I know that like, and what it really is, is being unkind to ourselves and beating ourselves up and berating ourselves and like not accepting where we are and being like this item of clothing is going to dictate the way that I feel about myself. I finally ended up throwing those away and like, I haven't thought about them honestly till now for a really long time but I think that it's important for us to just spend 10 bucks go to Old Navy Old Navy has really cute clothes and really cute sales even if you have a budget of $100 or $50 you can buy a few items of clothing that fit you right now that can be the bridge between where you are right now and where you want to go And it's not easy, right? So I I want that to be the overlying theme that I'm fully aware that none of these things are easy. 
And again, (laughs) I'm just still thinking about that because I know so many of us have been there and I, I want us all to have a little more compassion and be kinder to ourselves, which is the basis for this thing. We are used to operating in punishment and urgency and non-acceptance of ourselves. Like that is the default and it is work to be kind. It's work to be compassionate. And we might not believe these things first, but if we act in a way that helps us get there, that is what's going to be a little bit more beneficial to us in the long run, right? The next thing that I wanted to say is that it's important to cultivate joy and to try to have fun in life despite the outcome. So like I used to also when I was like on my personal development journey, which I've been on forever, I used to be like, I can't go out until this was like, I don't know, maybe 2010. Be like, I can't go out until like I've read the self-help book and like I become a better person and I just have to learn these things in this self-help book and I am not ready to like for the world to see me or whatever. And like the way you learn, the way we grow is by going out there and living and like doing something in that way, right? So that's something to remember too is like how can I cultivate the joy that I want to feel and how can I already do the things that I want to do that the that I think um, the result is going to give me. Uh, and something that is really important, especially in the case of food is that I'm just searching for this quote that I'm going to say at the end, um, is that I want us to, in finding that joy and in finding the joy of the everyday and the everyday life, I want us to relax a little bit because if you relax, then there's not as much pressure on yourself for the outcome. The way we, we relax is the same things enjoying the process, loving the process, paying attention to other things, not being so hypervigilant on outcomes because that will drive you crazy, right? So the thing that I want to end with is that when you get the result that you want, when it finally comes, you probably won't notice, right? I remember in the case of food and when I was binging all the time and when I was like, trying to white knuckle my way out of binging and not like not loving food so much and like stopping overeating. I used a lot of force and like, you need to stop, Ashley, you just need to stop and you have to, you know, have enough discipline and willpower. What ends up happening and that never works, right? I always ended up binging harder because of the way that I talk to myself, but the way that we kind of move towards true sustainability and true healing is by continuing to live and then the old behavior doesn't go away by white knuckling or discipline or forcing it goes away because it doesn't become attractive anymore so i remember like living a long time in this kind of like forcing and pressuring and mean versus one day realizing like that i didn't have the urge to binge anymore because i was just living and having fun and being present and still doing the things that I wanted to do and not holding myself back anymore. And this is what happens with food now. Like I forget about food. I, you know, I have things that go bad in my pantry all the time. And there's a whole other thing about food that we can talk about there. And the other day, a person 
that I'm pretty close to that did intuitive macros. We, she was, you know, an intuitive macros client and she's really kept me in the loop on her journey, which it's been almost a year now. She told me a couple weeks ago that for the first time in her life, she had forgotten about mac and cheese that was in her fridge and that had never happened before. And I was like, this is exactly how it happens. It happens when we're not noticing because we are in the process. I shared about this today in a reel I did on Instagram, how I like didn't look at the time on uh, the Peloton ride that I did today. I just was like, cause sometimes I like look at the time and I'm like, God, the minutes go so slow. Same thing with this process. If you are hypervigilant and you obsess, it's going to seem like an eternity and it's never going to be good enough. So the same thing here, if we put focus on the process and the energy there, because all the energy that we spend worrying about the outcome is energy spent, is energy that could be spent putting effort into the process. And this is why it's important to like set behavior goals. How often am I going to be consistent? How often am I hitting my numbers? How am I, how often am I being mindful of my food and stuff? So it's important for us to, again, relax and live life outside of the goals. And even in the goals that you're pursuing, how can we make it fun? How can we make it enjoyable? And how can we not be so mean to ourselves when things are happening slower? You know, so again, you won't notice when it happens because you will have been on the path that is hard, that allows you and has meaning that allows you to become who you need to be to keep those results. I've talked about different topics in this episode, but they all go in line with each other. This is the same thing of like looking for a partner. And like sometimes we put so much pressure on looking for a partner and we put pressure on like, I need to find him now. And like, it's the hypervigilance versus like, living your life and having fun and becoming the best you possible and then that person just is comes along unexpectedly when you least expect it this is the same thing here and it comes with letting go of the outcome and allowing things to just like happen as they should in the divine timing of things because you were meant to have that experience timing trust the timing of your life trust that things happen for a reason for you I'm looking back on everything that's happened to me and all the meaningful things that I've done. And there's still more things that I want to do. Like I'm never satisfied. Uh, You know, I can be present, but I also can want more. And I still enjoy my life as I am on the pursuit of things. Even when I met Shantae, I met her. I never expected to meet her the day that I did. Like it was the literally the last thing on my mind. Uh, And even like in terms of like rushing relationships and which is what I did with us at the beginning. Like I was like, you need to give me a label and you need to, um, you know, like, what is this? And I need a lot of certainty. What we have now wouldn't have come if, which like now we are in a place where this was not meant to be a relationship podcast. I'm going to wrap this up quickly. But where we are now in terms of like, the levels to which we know each other and understand each other and communicate and all of these things and how we've like really withstood some hard times over the years um just as any relationship doesn't also like you know the way it started was also rough you know um those the things that we have now couldn't have been rushed they just like needed to happen it also happens when you let things breathe a little bit and give them a little bit of space, right? So this is with anything. 
weight loss, business, relationships, whatever it is that you think it's going to like come in and wave a magic wand and fix everything, it's not going to do that. And the more you relax, the easier things will be. I could keep talking. I'm going to wrap this up with a quote by Rainier. um, Is that their name? Hold on. Rainier Maria Rilke. I don't know if that is the correct pronunciation. I'm sorry if it is not. This is one of my favorite quotes. Uh, I know that this is another favorite quote from my friend uh, Jordana Adelstein. If she is listening, hi, Jordana. Um, Be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not now seek the answers which cannot be given to you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. It's so good. And it's the same thing. Allow yourself to live. Live the answers. Live all of the things that you need to do. The answer will come. The result will come, but it's going to come when you don't notice it. I love you all, sending you so much love and grace, and I know how hard this is. I know how tough this is. Trust me, I get it, but we only have one choice in accepting reality, and that's to accept it and to do the work required and to allow ourselves to become the person that we need to become through all of that effort. Love you all. We will talk soon and can't wait till the next one. Thank you so much for listening to Wise. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.